Welcome to Vote with Power podcast number 45. Our podcast today, the topic is how to stop and prevent violent crime in America. My name is Denny Bowersox. I'm the author of the book Vote with Power and the founder of the Vote with Power organization. Our organization unites voters for the purpose of sharing ideas, strategies, and solutions which with each other and our elected representatives. We have designed a hybrid form of democracy which will save our freedom, help Americans solve our problems, and take our country in the right direction. Our dysfunctional government is telling the people that the major life-altering problems are either impossible to fix, or they're indicating that these problems are not important enough to them to work on. The purpose of this podcast is to inform citizens there are solutions. The solutions presented here won't be easy to implement and will take time. However, together we can solve all America's problems. You will hear about a new hybrid form of democracy, which is the tool needed to change America. During this podcast, we will cover how to and lower and stop violent crimes, plus how to prevent them in the future. These steps are all-encompassing and can solve our problems, but won't be easy to do. Solving problems is a step-by-step process, so please listen to this podcast with an open mind to the steps we suggest as a holistic approach in the process to stop and prevent violent crime. Step number one, voters must get the attention of our elected officials by using the Vote with Power communication loop included in the new hybrid democratic form of government. It will take this new approach to replace our dysfunctional representative-style democracy, which is not working for the people. Voters now have a means to force our representatives to focus on and acknowledge that crime must be stopped. Congress must make it a high priority and take action without plain politics. Step two, we need to get voters engaged to gain the influence over our government to remove all judges and attorney generals who are soft on crime, those who release criminals early, also those judges who fail to enforce the laws, who are inconsistent with punishment, and those who fail to get hard criminals and those who commit multiple crimes out of our society. Step three is we must improve the qualifications for selecting these judges who are appointed by including public input as to how strict on crime the majority of citizens living in that area want. Step four is to get the majority of voters to adapt to the new vote with power hybrid form of democracy so they understand it, are informed, and willing to take action. Step five is to engage the silent majority and start speaking out 
and stop the woke destruction of our police funding and justice systems. We need to create a high level of support for the police and promote safety. I think we have it. We're just not stepping up and speaking out to prove it. Step six, have our municipal leaders make sure their local citizens have a say in the level of severity their communities, law enforcement, and strictness of penalties is used. If you look at Chicago, New York, Baltimore, their penalties are so weak and they're putting people back in the street within a few hours of destructive behavior That's not what the people living there want. Step seven, we need to reappropriate money and get it from where the majority feels is being wasted in our tax dollars use and start funding the right number of police officers, the right training, and the right quality standards of our police officers. Step six is to start designing and including school curriculums which support law enforcement. This is a shift in our society that must take place. Our youth need new respect for our laws and our law enforcement people. Step nine is to educate voters to help vote for candidates who respect and want America to be the safest country in the world. No more voting along party lines, no matter what that representative attitude or beliefs are when it comes to safety in America. Number 10 is to get rid of elected representatives who are not pro-police, are for divesting in the police, and have failed at making our lives safer. That is one of their constitutional duties, is to make our lives better and safer. Allowing crime to expand in advance and get more violent is not making our lives safer. Step 11, start to raise the level of severity on some punishment. All new laws which incarcerate criminals who commit moderate level of crime more than once. How do we find out that somebody killed somebody? They have been arrested 10 to 20 times for other crimes. This is ridiculous. They need to be removed from society. Step 12, once a crime has been committed and the perpetrator has been found guilty, we must require personality profile tests which will help determine if that person can be rehabilitated or not. For those who show good indication that they can will positively respond to changing bad behaviors, we need to get them into rehabilitation programs, test those programs to make sure they work. Those who show little hope for being rehabilitated must be kept out of our society for the rest of their lives. Step 13 is to have and advise the tough penalties for breaking the law to deter people from making bad decisions and committing unlawful acts. Currently, the advertisement going out is it's okay to break the law and nothing will happen to you if you do. Step 14 
is start teaching our youth that criminal behavior is not okay, plus show them the negative effects on their lives if they do commit crimes, provide the resources to help them solve their problems, and build positive and American-loving attitudes, self-confidence, and a great attitude in all of our children. Step 15 is develop educational mentoring programs for inner-city youth people to start understanding the benefits of being law-abiding citizens, to respect the law enforcement, to build in hope in these programs to help them build the future they want instead of surviving in their community and eventually become a life of a criminal. Step 16 is to remove violent gangs in our country. Step 17, close the border to anyone who has a criminal background. They are no longer allowed in our country. Step 18, provide the funding to set up neighborhood and police bonding activities. We need to learn to respect, communicate with, and appreciate each other. Step 19 is change the culture so Americans have enough trust in their police departments to start being open and honest with the police so it'll make safe for the people that in living in those communities want to help the police solve crimes, not live in fear of helping the police to solve crimes. Step 20, we need to set up high-quality screening tools to determine which people that are living on the streets have mental issues, criminal issues, and can be saved and helped through rehabilitation and get out of their drug and their crime lifestyle. Which ones of those street people are likely to be recidivists, meaning recreate crimes continually? Those people need to be removed from society. Step 21 is to have a system and organizations to help parents who know their child has potential for hurting others before it's too late. Step 22 is help with mentoring and support programs for low-income single moms. Step 13 is to check to make sure our punishment system is equal to the crime, fair but just, promoting safety for the community, stop feeling sorry for criminals, and get them the help they need or remove them from society. Step 624, diagnose and put law-abiding citizens in a different categorizing from lawbreakers on that course. Those who will gain from short-time counseling we need to help. Set up other programs, test those programs, and follow those programs for those who are respond correctly to long-term mentoring and behavior modification. Some people just need short course work or counseling. Others need long-term programs of mentoring and behavior modification. What well, we have to have good programs that are tested and improved continuously to be able to do that. Step 24 is establish ways to train parents, teachers, administrators, and the public to be sensitive and responsible to safety 
give and safely give information on people who show behaviors. When you see somebody with criminal type behaviors, we must have that open communication with our law enforcement. That agency will determine if the person is in trouble and deeply needs help because they're not growing up with normal problems. And the secondly is we have to determine who has mental illness to the point that they can't be rehabilitated. What do we do with those people to give them a comfortable life, but not involved in our society? Step 26 is develop diagnostic tools for determine potential future violators of crime. We could make it mandatory as a young age, which people aren't going to like, but analyzing all of our children to see who has potential for becoming a criminal, start working with those people early, not let them kill somebody before we react. Step 27 is to set up systems to catch and stop bullying. Use counseling, mentoring, and other support tools when needed. Punish those at first bullying behavior Catch that when it's first seen by parents, teachers, counselors, or the public, and make sure we attack that problem now. And we need to make sure our parents, of those who are doing bullying, are accountable and responsible for helping their child change that behavior, or those parents who are unwilling to help their children and get advice on how to change the bullying behavior need to be punished. Next, we need to set up counseling for anyone who's doing the bullying and also for those who are being bullied. We can't just let those events happen and hope they don't happen again. That doesn't work. It takes behavior change. 28. Make it a crime with harsh punishment for any activity that abuse or endanger the lives of police officers. Anything that's throwing anything at police, hitting police, pouring water or other liquids on police, resisting arrest, or getting in the way of arrest, even name-calling, or any despicable, disrespectful acts need to be quelched quickly. Those who act in these ways must take a training course to change their attitude and behaviors about law enforcement. For those who fail to take the course or fail to change their behaviors after being watched with follow-up systems to make sure the behaviors are changing will have to be incarcerated. All Americans have the right to free speech and actions as long as they stay within the law. If not, we are going to end up with a wild, wild west culture, and no one will be safe. Step 29 is change the election campaign funding laws to cap individual or organizations from donating more than $2,500. We can no longer have corrupt donations from millionaires and rich institutions and organizations which sway our elections. Millionaires cannot advance monies to a level of swaying our votes. 
Step 30, provide training on self-defense and self-confidence building to help the weak youth become bolder and have the skills to defend themselves against bullying. Step 31 is to punish the media who quickly takes the sides of criminals before the facts are out. Those media outlets, for political reasons, support, promote crime behavior. The media who hide the truth about all sides of the crimes committed from the public need to be changed. I said at the beginning that to stop and prevent violent crimes will take hard work, vision, many involved citizens, organizations, government groups, a change in our culture and our democratic system, motivation, money reallocation, and a long, long time. However, you decide if it's worth it or shall we continue to let gangs, murderers, rapists, mentally ill, street people expand their activities and make all Americans' lives unsafe. Please don't be a naysayer or allow anyone else to be a naysayer and just announce that these steps won't work. That's a lazy person's approach to problems. If you don't have any ideas to solve problems, just be silent. For those who have ideas, please speak out, share your ideas, see if any of these 31 steps could be, for the benefit of all, blended to find solutions. But whatever we do, it needs to be a full-out engagement now to solve and prevent our problems in the future. We have examples of how tough on crime is able to lower, stop, and prevent crime. Giuliani, the mayor of New York in the past, proved that with the help of his police force. Allowing crime is a cultural and society issue. I have friends of mine moving back from to America after living a few years in Italy, and they explained to me, in Italy, because of the, the crime prevention and also their culture, when they lived there, break-ins in the house and theft ran rapid. Violent crimes against individuals such as beating, rape, murders were almost non-existent. Why? Because of heavy penalties for the crimes they wanted to stop and prevent. The citizens got involved with their cultural and societal values. It prevented certain behaviors. Culture determines which crimes are acceptable, which ones are not. Think about America and how the woke defund the police, and soft-on crimes are destroying our lives. There is a new source to make America the best country and the safest country with the most individual freedom and quality of life that any country in the world can have. That solution is bedded in the new discovery, which is development of a new hybrid form of democracy I mentioned before. There's a new tool Voters can learn about and help direct our country and change the heading we are on, help us solve our problems, and unplug the power of destructive politics. 
This tool can be found on votewithpower.com. Votewithpower.com. You'll hear about a communication loop system which will change the direction of our country. The right and consistent use of this new communication loop is the only way to regain trust in our government. There will be built-in systems for transparency and accountability. It will get rid of the corrupt behaviors and the corrupt politicians. Please make sure that you check out VoteWithPower.com and share that with others. Remember, without voter input and action, we will lose our democracy. Without democracy, we will lose our freedom. And live in a society of depressed people without freedom as we are living in a politically toxic atmosphere. I'm asking you to go to VoteWithPower.com and invest just $10 a month to help install this new hybrid form of democracy. Please go to Vote With Power and join us now. Thank you for spending your precious time with me. It's no longer enough to be a good citizen. Now we must be and stay informed and get involved. And today's podcast was just one problem. We have many others that this new hybrid democratic form can solve. Make it a great day for saving our democracy and freedom, and I will share more information with you on our next podcast. This is Denny Bowersox from Vote With Power saying goodbye for now.